And in this posture of gratitude, oh, it's so good to, it's just so brilliant to be in this posture of gratitude. And it's like the Holy Spirit knows exactly what he's doing. It's been a while since I've um, spoken, but honestly today I just want to share with you how grateful I am. My testimony, and I know we've all got a testimony, and I want to share a specific testimony with Ethan and I. But before we do that, I thought we'd just sit in this moment a bit more, in this time of reflection. And so we're just going to spend a few minutes uh, just in stillness with Ben just playing. And I'd love you to reflect on these questions that are going to come up on the screen right now. As we look back at 2023, what prayers did God answer in your life? How did God surprise you? What are you most grateful for? And what was the most difficult battle you faced? You can close your eyes to reflect. We're just going to give just some time to reflect on that. on 
just reminding ourselves on, and it is to depend on God. Yeah. You're going to hear me say this a lot in the next 15 minutes. Uh, and that is just to really ingrain it in us. Because when you do, I'm telling you, just things that seem impossible become possible. Yeah. And things that are hard and difficult become lighter and easier to manage. Yeah. And sometimes it's completely even just taken away. But above all, when you depend on God, guys, there is just a peace and a confidence that is just so freeing. Yeah. And the whole of our lives, um, um, when I say our, I mean Ethan and I, the whole of our lives, let alone our marriage up until now, we can just so see God's hand over our lives. But specifically, as we looked back at 2023, it's like every day it's been this lesson of just this teaching point, this lesson, depend on me, to depend on God, trust me, surrender all to me every single day. His ways, not my ways. Depend on God and not your own strength. How we all know this to be true, right? Yeah. Yeah? You can, you can speak to me. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And... Ethan and I have witnessed and experienced, I'm sure guys, like, I could, set, I could be here all day and really break down just how incredible God is, but I'm going to briefly try and do that. But Ethan and I have literally witnessed and experienced so much of the grace and the generosity and the goodness of God that we've honestly been blown away by just what we were looking at there, those four questions, by many answered prayers that have come right when we needed them, genuine God surprises, and just overwhelming gratitude, and a strength and endurance to overcome some really difficult battles that some we are still praying and depending on God for. Yeah. And I personally think like to depend on God is literally to turn to God first yeah. before anything or anyone else, including yourself. None of what we've experienced since getting married, um, for real, has been possible if it wasn't for God. That's just like straight facts. Literally, we have gone through some major changes. I mean, getting married, we've moved house twice, redundancy, losing jobs, health issues, all in a very short space of time. Yeah. And sometimes financially in positions where we've been completely stranded. And yet, when we've turned to God, God has intervened and provided in ways that is just what we needed in his perfect timing. Yeah, come on. When we've depended on God, specific things have been addressed. Help from family, friends, you guys, the community, have come to support, have come to encourage, have come to pray with us in expect and in, in unexpected ways, his care and provision and growth in 2023 for us has come. And you may be struggling right now, maybe financially, spiritually, physically, and I want to encourage you, this is the word to carry us into 2024, is to continue to depend on Him. Yes. And when I mean Him, I'm talking about the full depth of God, the yes. Trinity, our Father, our loving, caring Father, Jesus and His grace and compassion, and then the real, tangible, Holy Spirit that lives in us and leads us. 
And so I want to share one particular testimony um, of when our bag this is earlier this year got stolen abroad. We were abroad and it got stolen from inside of our rental car. Okay, and now guys, in the shortest space of time, our bag was stolen from a locked car. And they basically had forced their way into the keyhole of the car door. When we realized the bag was stolen, we literally, honestly, we literally just turned to God straight away and we all cried out to help for him. We were abroad, staying in a flat where the owners don't live in the country, and the bag that has all our main personal belongings, Ethan's phone, and the keys to the flat were no longer in our possession. And I don't know if this has happened to anyone else in the room, but maybe you can relate, because all sorts of emotions were arising. Feelings of injustice, anger, shock, and worry just began to rise up. And with each emotion, we just gave it to God. How are we gonna get into the flat? We turn to God. What do we do next? We just turn to God and pray. What's the next step? We turn to God. Father, I don't feel safe, and now fear is weirdly arising in me. We just turn to God. We prayed, honestly, Ethan and I just prayed so much. Every minute of the moment was just a prayer. But we also turned towards each other, and we were supporting each other and helping each other. And eventually, we were able to get back into the flat. And the next morning was actually Ethan's birthday, and with everything we had to do, call the insurance, for the phone, call the car rental company, we had to go to the police station. We felt God just lead us to stay where we were. And we had breakfast, and honestly, after breakfast, we just continued to pray. And in the middle of praying, the impossible happened. I got a phone call from a number I didn't recognize, and this lady on the phone said that she had our bag and that everything inside was still in the bag. Our phone, all our valuables, the keys to the flat, and importantly, Ethan's Bible was in the bag. Everything, everything. But even, exactly, impossible, guys. But even in that moment, God was telling us to depend on him because honestly, we were like overwhelmed by what God was doing. We just couldn't believe that this was actually real. But the lady had given us Uh, to drive to this location to collect the bag. And it was really, really far from where the bag was originally stolen. And we had to go to this kiosk on a beach that we've never been to before. And I say we had to trust God because it just, we didn't feel safe. And when we arrived at the destination, there were no cars, there were no people, it just felt deserted. And it was a trek to get to this kiosk on the beach. And we were like, God, what are, what are we doing? And he's like, trust me, depend on me. And so we kept on going and we kept praying, even while we were walking to the beach. And when we got there and the lady handed our bag, every item was there. And we were just in awe of God. And with the ladies at the kiosk, we were sharing with them how, because they, they were like, they didn't understand. And we were like, no, guys, this is a literal miracle from God. Because they were convinced that we had left that bag at the beach. And we were like, no, 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 it was stolen from our car. We've never been here before. And then even with the policeman, he didn't believe us either. He was like, I don't understand why everything is in your bag, why it's all left intact. But we knew and we shared with him that we believe that this is God. God did his thing. 
And so depending on him, the impossible happened. Every item was returned to us, by the way, on Ethan's birthday. And the reason I share this testimony is because every step of the way, God was encouraging us not to strive, not to depend on our efforts. He was like, I've got this, depend on me. You're feeling overwhelmed? Come to me. You don't know what to do? How is this going to work? Trust me. But sometimes, that can be really, really hard to do. Especially on areas that we've been looking at in church at home on how to get along with everyone. Let's be honest, it is impossible to do without depending on God. To be Christ-like, to put the practices of honouring, forgiving, kind, being kind, being compassionate, being a peacemaker is actually really hard to do. And the reality is that in our own strength, it is clearly not attainable. But God has given us his Holy Spirit to dwell within us, to help us, and to change us from within. And I came across this really incredible um, illustration from an archbishop called William Temple. And he says this, It's no good giving me a play like Hamlet or King Lear and telling me to write a play like Shakespeare, because he can do it, but I can't. And it's no good showing me the life of Jesus and telling me to live a life like that. Jesus could do it, but I can't. But if the genius of Shakespeare could come and live in me, then I could write a play like this. And if the Spirit of God could come into me, then I could live a life like him. And so if God's purpose is to make us like Christ... God's way to make us like Christ is to fill us with his spirit. And Jesus modeled being filled. In Luke 4, 42, it says, Early the next morning, Jesus went out to an isolated place for prayer. And again, in Luke 6, 12, he again records, Jesus went onto the mountain to pray, and he prayed to God all night. And then again, in Luke 9, 18, he purposely notes down, saying that Jesus left the crowds to pray alone. In fact, all the gospel writers note that in Jesus' life, he would take time to go off by himself and pray. Jesus, the Son of God, going to be with his Father is exactly what we need to be doing in 2024. Being filled with his Spirit and depending on him. And the Bible is full, I'm telling you, full of passages and scriptures that focus on the need to depend on God. But one story in particular I'd like to read from, which is again from Luke 9, 1, where Jesus actually empowers his disciples for a very specific short assignment to do only what Jesus could do. Let's read it. It says, Luke 9, 1, it says... One day, Jesus called his, sorry, one day Jesus called together his 12 disciples and gave them power and authority to cast out all demons and to heal all diseases. Then he sent them out to tell everyone about the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. He said, take nothing for your journey. He instructed them, don't even take a walking stick, a traveler's bag, food, no money, or even a change of clothes. Wherever you go, stay in the same house until you leave the town. 
And if that town refuses you to welcome you, shake its dust from your feet as you leave to show that you've abandoned those people to their fate. So these 12 disciples, they began their circuit of the villages, preaching the good news and healing the sick. And then in verse 10, it says, when the apostles returned, they told Jesus everything they had done. Guys, the only way that these disciples were able to heal the sick, cast out demons, and preach the good news is because Jesus empowered them. And I love that he instructed them to take nothing on the journey because this really forced the disciples to rely on God's power and not their own provision. And it reminds me of another verse in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, where God says to Paul, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. And Paul is like, so now I'm glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults and in the hardships and in the persecutions and in the troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. The fact that God's power is displayed in our weaknesses should give us the courage and hope. When our bag was stolen, we felt vulnerable, helpless, and yet God gave us the courage to pray, even pray for the person who stole the bag. And so our takeaway as we step into 2024, as I've been saying from the very beginning, I just want us to encourage us to recognize that we need to depend on God rather than our own energy, our own efforts, our own talents. Because when we are strong in our own abilities and our own resources, when we're self-sufficient, we are tempted to do God's work on our own and that can lead to pride. But we have the spirit of God in us. And so today, allow God to fill you with his spirit. Matthew 19, 26 says, humanly speaking, humanly speaking, it is impossible. But with God, everything is possible. And so, as I share our testimony, I recognize the long-suffering and the endurance that we as individuals have faced, are going to face, are still facing. But I want to encourage you in the good, the hard, the pain, the struggle like Jesus, to depend on your Father. Especially for the things that are impossible. For healings and miracles. When we gather to pray for these things, we keep praying, we keep entrusting our bodies into God's care, depending on God, knowing that not always will there be instant healing or answered prayers, but knowing that nothing will separate us from his love. For the relationships, these impossible relationships in our lives of where we are praying for salvation and it seems impossible. They, God loves and cares for every single life and he wants to see freedom and salvation yeah. for our families, for our friends, for our work colleagues, even for the random people. Keep praying for them, for their lives, for their salvation. And continue to be in relationship with God because when you depend on him, He can then empower you. And like the ladies at the kiosk and the policemen that we were trying to communicate that this was God, others will see the power of Christ at work in your lives. And so I pray and we pray that the people who witnessed our testimony, that they will think back 
and be reminded and actually be like, wait, they were talking about God. You know, they were kept mentioning about God. And that something impossible became possible because yes. of God. Yeah. And so may we walk into 2024 in that. Amen. Yeah.